Welcome to NYP. This is our first episode in your perspective. I'm your host, Elliot. Start with Mickey. Finally, we made it. We made it. We are on here. NYP, New Yorkers perspective. You yeah. are here today. Uh, what's today's date? Today's math is knowledge. Wisdom knowledge. Wisdom knowledge. We're all being born in the understanding. That's a fact, man. I'm from Medina. Brother here from Mecca. So good. We and for, for the viewers who don't know, Mecca is Manhattan, Medina is Brooklyn. It's a fact. You know what I'm saying? You know how all them dudes is. He had to come on the extra extra fly with it. I see it. I respect it. That's, that's you know, I gotta at least match. You know what I'm saying? I gotta at least match. You know, is, I like I like the ensemble. You know, Brooklyn we keep it plain, just you know, just black. You know what I'm saying? What that Dame Dash I'm hitting over the head, rob the plug, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but check it out. Oh, see? You're shining. Look at that, man. Yo, I think we, we glitched. You froze up for a second, God. What happened to your thing? It's going on. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We we, we back. Technical right. a little technical difficulties. We got that under control. All right. So yo, let's 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 go right into it, man. I want to talk about um what's going on in the news right now. Um, the news mainly in Philadelphia. Um man. with with Gilly Gilly's son. Cheese. I don't. I don't know his real name uh, because I haven't really looked deep into the story. But I do have an opinion about uh, some things that go on into in, in, in the community in the so-called black community. Mm -hmm. um, I say so-called because our people seem to not uh, be on the same page when it comes to labels. Whether you want to call yourself black, African American, exactly. Moorish whatever the case may be so um so-called black people you know what happens in our community uh is something like what happened to cheese which is unfortunate um he died uh, i believe it was yesterday it was yesterday in time in this era has been a violent 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 um era in yeah. philadelphia uh, what I know from Philadelphia, I've been following Philadelphia rappers since I'm going to say Joey Jahad. Remember Joey Jahad? Um, that, yeah. Yep. You know, Joey Jahad, that Meek Mill era back when he was free, you know, uh, battling on the blocks and in, in, in Philadelphia and stuff like that. Uh, I think he's from I think he's from West Philadelphia. I think I think he's from the, I think he's from West the West Side. I'm not too sure with uh, Meek Mill is from. I'm not you know, really a Meek Mill fan. But um, I, I'm more of a fan of the North Philly brothers, like uh, Gilly, you know, Major Figures. Major Figures. Oh, Dutch and Spade. You're talking about that. Yeah. Right, right, right. Dutch and Spade, Major, Major, the whole Major Figures, um, A.R. Ab, Dark Low, yeah. uh, Leek Moss, uh, the whole eight OBH. So, you know. Well, let's North not forget, at the country wisdom, there was one cat I used to like in Philly, name was Cicero. I don't know if you Cicero, yo, yo, remember that, brother? Cicero was that yo, dude. Yo, yo, yeah, yeah. He, Cicero he, was that dude, man. He was that dude. But you know, Philly has always been, you know, um, you know, gone through, they've always gone through, you know, struggles, you know what I mean? Like some real serious struggles, just like in New York. Exactly. Only difference is the laws are different in Philadelphia. I want to yeah. ask you a question. So, Do you think New York would be as bad as Philadelphia if 
um, New York had Philadelphia gun laws. Philadelphia gun laws, because I was a resident out there in Pennsylvania, in the state of Pennsylvania, the metro areas, some of them don't adhere to gun laws. Like they don't, they're not allowed to carry concealed weapons. You understand certain parts of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, should we say. I think New York, if New York had um stricter, like I don't say stricter gun laws, but allow people to carry concealed weapons, I think crime would have been down, honestly. You think crime would have been down if New York would have had a concealed carry law? Exactly. I, to me, I think so. I think people would think twice before doing anything. You understand? That's, I'm not saying give anyone a weapon because you know you got to go through the background check and such and such, but I believe people would think twice, though. People would think twice before doing certain things. I don't think crime will be because, I don't know, I'm sound crazy, but say somebody decides to do something like, for instance, come shoot up a block just for the sake of it. You know, you know how they, you know, say it's like some gang activity, whatever. I think they'll think twice about people and doing committing the act because people in the neighborhood probably are armed or something like that. You get what I'm saying? Some elders are probably on the block. There probably be some kind of block association that has some kind of rifle club. If if New York was permitted to do so, people would have been committing such acts. Well, what I'm saying is this. Mm -hmm. If New York had Philadelphia gun laws, mm -hmm. I think that New York would be worse than Philadelphia. Really? Yeah, because, because it seems as if, see, I can, I can, we can go in on this subject another time too so we could like have the actual facts of like the actual gun laws and i think that's where this show is gonna you know go in the future where we have actual we could share the screen screen and show you know what are the gun laws in philadelphia versus the gun laws in new york city Absolutely. however so right now we don't have those facts however um uh my thing is like philadelphia is known to be a like 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 the wild wild west exactly and and i and i i feel i i think that is it's attributed to the gun laws now you know in new york like if you get caught in philadelphia with a gun is it an automatic three to five years like new york city because if you get caught with a you know you can't get caught with a knock as the young cats would say you can't get caught you can't get caught in new york with a knock because if you get caught with a knocker and, and, and you're going straight to Rikers Island and it's a yeah. mandatory three to five. Three to five, exactly. So so people in New York, you know, they think twice and three times before they go out there with a pistol. They have to like go through extreme measures to make sure they don't get caught by the, the, by the authority. If it's legal. That's what I'm saying. If we had legal, you know, gun carrying, concealed, you know, carrying concealed weapons, I don't... I, I don't think there'll be as much random acts of crime taking place, like people like being getting robbed, you know, harassing the streets and such and such. You, you get what I'm saying? Crime will always be, unfortunately, an element in ingrained in American society. That's Yeah, I'm just because I don't know what's going on. We keep losing connection, but I think crime crime is something that's always going to take place. You understand? If Cheese was in New York, I don't know what time he. I think he got shot 
like 8 p.m. Yeah, it was around 8. They say around 8.30, 8.40. Now, think about this. At 8.40 in Brooklyn, New York, yeah, which is, we already know, hands down, traditionally has been <laughs> the worst borough. <laughs> they held that title since, I guess, it existed. I'm telling you. So now, but even in Brooklyn, yeah. Do you at 840 people do get murdered in, in Brooklyn at 840? That's for sure. At Broad daylight. Broad daylight. No, I'm like Brooklyn is just unfortunately it's it's like that because it's so many different factors. And you know, this is as we as you said, this podcast is gonna speak on many perspectives on what leads to the element of crime, you know, and what takes place within our communities, what's affecting the communities, you know. It's the same old say, same old song to say the lack of resources and education, fathers not in the home, and you know, um people are getting affiliated with street organizations and such. And a lot of um dude are running off emotions, lack of lack of um emotional intelligence takes place, the ego, the easily bruised psych- psychological issues. A lot, a lot of things do factor in that we got to take in consideration. But the main thing is, when does it stop? Or when do we bring in a sense of hope, of accountability? Instead of doing the the, the average normal thing of just saying, yo, it's the white man, it's the white man, it's the white man. You know what I'm saying? And again, we're not Republicans for people going there. Also now, we're not Republicans. No, we subscribe to that Black Lives Matter stuff. We're just talking about standing up, and bringing some kind of change because we got to change the narratives of what's going on. So, right, that's an actual fact. So now let's let's go back to, to back to what we were we were discussing. So, mm-hmm. so if Cheese was in Brooklyn at eight forty, we don't know the circumstance. We don't know what actually happened. So you know, you know, I, I think that with the tougher gun laws in New York City, I think that maybe that wouldn't have happened. But that's, you know, right now we're theorizing and stuff like that. And, you know, rest in peace to that brother and and, and condolences to his family. You know, I, I'm just speaking in regards to the gun laws. If if the gun laws in Philly had the same gun laws in New York City, mm-hmm. would Philly's gun violence would be as high as it is? You know, and, and that's something that we could we could um you know, expound on another time when we actually know the gun laws. Yeah, get the and, data and everything yeah, else, the laws and the data. Yeah. Exactly. So, right. So moving along uh, on cheese, um, uh, you know, I don't want to speculate mm-hmm. on how it happened. Um, however, you know, I do want to say this to black people. Mm-hmm. Um, there's got to be a point where we start taking a look at our behavior and how we interact with each other and how we value each other. Exactly. Being that, being that we, we're all we have. Like if you look across the world, the world's looking at us. They're looking at us through rap music, through sports, mm-hmm. through just overall leadership because we're here in America. Mm-hmm. And, you know, basically people look up to us mm-hmm. and, the way we carry ourselves, you know, gives every other black person who are not involved in those types of activities, it gives those people who would be more considered civilians, 
it gives us it gives us a bad look. It makes us look bad when when white people, black people, African, whatever you call it, whatever you want to call it across the world, when they look at us on on television or they look us look at us on the internet yeah. and they see how we behave, you know, it makes us look like savages. And so when they interact with us, not really knowing where, you know, really not knowing the culture in, in its entirety, that when they when they interact with us, they think that we're like the people they see on the Internet, mm-hmm. you know, which causes a discord um, or causes issues with communication and interaction and be, just being social. And uh, it, it blocks us from rising above and, and reaching a, so, a certain socioeconomic, political, even political status. So you're saying more like it's the narrative, like, you know, because because there's a big discord going on right now. I don't, I don't want to say in the world because not, not the entire world, but in the world of TikTok, Internet world, there's something going on amongst these things called diaspora wars of people, you know, coming from the Caribbean or the continent of Africa, where people as they call it, the FBA's foundational Black Americans saying people from the Caribbean or the continent of Africa are denying their Blackness by saying, like, you know, saying, like, look at the Black culture, look what you guys got going on. You guys, 400 years, and you guys still haven't, you know, how should I put it, overcome the oppression and constantly complaining. So I see where you're coming from. This is something that needs to be Brought to brought to you know a larger scale where we could have an area of safe educational respectful dialogue to have an understanding of about what you see on television is not does not equate to every individual within that particular group that behaves in such a you know such manner. So these right. so these things as you as you as you said to add on to that is, are real. We need to address these things and <sighs> these are oh man how should I say. Safe in the most safest way, respectful way. We gotta bring this to an end and say not everybody you see is a a nigga. You get what I'm saying? Because that's what they think when they see your behaviors in such manner. They're like that's a nigga, that's a bitch, and X Y Z. That's not that's not part of as we say the culture. What is? Well, it? I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree because um you know when it comes to every culture, mm-hmm. you have a hierarchy and social um. status yeah right so you have the poor people you have the middle class and you have the high class right so there's always a bottom Mm -hmm. and the bottom they're usually uneducated as far as like you know uh schooling yeah right and and for my theory is it's from just observing is when you're not educated you're not able to have a uh, productive conversation sometimes mm-hmm. and some things can be taken out of context. Exactly. And those things that are taken out of context can turn into uh, uh, gun violence. Exactly. Or knife violence or, or just violence in general. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, there's always going to, there's always a bottom class in all um, 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 uh, uh, cultures. You're right. So the violence, the violence, is the result of a breakdown in communication. People, like I say, lack of emotional intelligence. Right. So that's when people become violent. 
You know, they feel like the ego is, is somehow fractured. Yeah. My ego, like, yo, I got something, to, I got to stand on this. I got to, you know, so yeah. that's the problem comes at. So it's something that also not only you learn through education, but it's also from home. What, right. kind, of, what kind of upbringing the person may have had, you know, kind of morals and principles they, they family passed on, passed, you know, passed down on to them. Right, right. And right. we got to take into consideration a lot of things. If you look at the inner city, it's, it's a predatory environment. You're surrounded by predators out here. You know what I'm right. saying? They, like the people, they they pray, they, they pray for the people and pray for the weak at the same and pray on the weak at the same time. So it's kind of our people, you know. But you know, I think that's universal. I think even even in, in no no matter the social class, there's mm -hmm. always prey and there's always predators. Mm -hmm. Even even in a corporate environment, you have people people who are sharp and they know the business. Yes, and they they see people who don't know business, and advantage. they take advantage of them. Exactly. It so, right. So that's 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 just human nature. That's the animalistic part of of the human being. Um, so you know that's that's going to always be universal. Mm -hmm. However, what what I'm speaking to is um, how we glorify the bottom of the barrel. We do, yeah. We glorify it. We put it in the front. We put it in the front street. Like if you look at when you look at, uh, I'm gonna say Europeans for instance, because that's where we enter. You know, the country America is predominantly European, right? Mm -hmm. So when when you when you look at um, Europeans and you look at their culture, yeah, they don't put the bottom like the mafia yeah. at the forefront. Mm -hmm. They put corporate America at the forefront. Yeah. The bottom is like hush, mm. but it's, it's low key cool to them. Yes, but it's still where it should be. It's not at the. It's not at the front. Like even the, the Russian mafia, the Russian mafia. Everybody knows the Russian mafia exists. Well, we already know uh, Irish people have no their uh, uh, underworld. Jewish people have their underworld. In fact, but they keep it in the underworld though. It, you know, it, it, to add on to that, who doesn't love a story of an underdog? Say what? Who doesn't love the story of having underdogs? And and, and that's what it is. America love like we love to see the rebel go against the crowd. Like, yeah, like the gladiator. Because even in ancient times, man, like look at look at this. We're, we're prone to violence. They had gladiators. They used to bread and circuses. They would just have men fighting in pits and arenas and coliseums for entertainment. Right. Like, so, but that was that was the. Um uh the high class of course bread and circuses <laughs> right so the high class taking advantage of the lower class yeah or the poor, or the poor people it still happens um, but but the, the the what i'm speaking to is you know bringing it back to cheese Ooh. is that um our people we glorify what other cultures keep hidden mm. like we're not putting I'm sure there are black politicians that are doing well right now in society. They're uh, finance people who are doing well in society. Mm -hmm. They're, um, they're um, uh, of course, entertainers, uh, sports, you know, uh, plumbers, like with yeah. truck driving businesses, like mm -hmm. blue collar people who made it big off of just doing good business. Yeah. You know, and we 
as a culture have to find a way to begin to start putting those people out in the open or in the forefront. But what makes uh, Black American culture the way it is, mm-hmm. is hip hop, hip hop. So we take the streets and we make the street, we glorify the streets, mm-hmm. you know, in, in present day hip hop. Um, you know, in present day hip hop, now is like rap drill, that's popping right now. And they're yeah. talking about spinning and being demons and killing people yeah. and stuff like that, where in the 90s, it wasn't as bad. It was more of a half and half. It was a, it was, yeah, it was a balance. Right. And yeah. if, I to- if I talked about killing you, I'm going to kill you, right? There's a reason behind why I had to kill you. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? I'm not just spinning a block just because you are op, because you wear a different color or because you know, my dead homies, now I have to retaliate. Yeah. You know, that that mindset started coming in, let's be honest, when West Coast came in into play in hip-hop, which was mm-hmm. around the early 90s. You know, and then yeah. Ice T came out with colors and 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 the blood and crip West Coast gang culture began to be a bit more glorified. Spread it out. Yeah. And guess what happened? Guess who picked up the culture? New York City. Yeah, that's when Nine Trey came out. But we got we got to remember that. or the New uh, or the or the NYBs. You oh, UBN. UBN. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Because 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 they that came about from the oppression the brothers was going were experiencing in the in, in the in the penitentiary. Right. Like, like you know they was going to war, but unfortunately our Latin our Latin brothers. Mm-hmm. Latino brothers, so that came about from that as a you know a, a resistant front to stop brothers from being you know oppressed as they put it within, mm-hmm. within the walls. Right, we know we we so that was that was that was the the reasoning behind why New York had to do what they do. But do you think they uh, do what they did? But do you think they would be? But you think New York would be blooded out the way it was in nine three if? The movie Colors didn't come out. If Banging on Wax didn't come out, if gang culture wasn't so popping yeah. um, in in the early '90s, do you think NYB, I mean, um, uh, UBN would be? It would. Nah, it, it wouldn't. It. But you gotta understand. Oh man, I remember it was like nine six nine seven when that whole gang thing started spreading really in the streets when we started having knowledge of it. Well, that's that's our that's our account on it because we're younger. Yeah. So now, like, if we had Corey King on right now, he would tell us a different story. Yeah, he would, because from yeah, from his experience from behind the wall. But I remember the same time when we was hearing about the Bloods doing the, the face slashings on the trains and everything else. That was nine, yeah. nine seven. That was nine seven. That movie Colors came on television at the same time, so it's like, who's behind it too? Not being conspiracy, like we approach, we, we're doing it word of mouth, and then. I'm, wait, hold on. I, I, keep talking. I'm just gonna look up that movie Colors. And, and then the corporation, you know, the media had had you know they handed it as well when they started promoting it because the news talking about it. Then the media came. I mean, then Hollywood put that movie out simultaneously. I'm like, oh wow! So this is really happening. Now, nah, not so so. Um, as they say in the five percent nation now, cipher. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was released. Colors was released 1988. Yeah, it was 88, but I'm talking about when New York started getting wind of it. You know what I'm saying? Hold, hold on a second. 
Hold on a second. Right. Give me a second, man. Give me a second. Let me just mute this real quick. I can't hear you. I got to do something real quick. Give me a second. All right. Uh, I had to plug in my laptop. Oh, hold on. I got to put my laptop in. If you don't mind, can I pause this for a second? Uh, nah, nah, just keep it rolling. We just cut it out. All right, definitely. definitely. We edit it out.